Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spirit Room Podcast. I'm Melissa White, and I'm here today with a super special guest. Um, her name is Brandy Bolton, and she is a developing medium. She's also working with um, intuition, and she is uh, currently a mentorship student of mine. So super pleased. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Uh, yeah, and actually, Brandy's been also been helping me out with a lot of um, design work and putting stuff together um, to make it look nice. For my- <laughs> yeah, it's been fun. Social media, so I really appreciate that. Um, that's been a huge, huge help. So I really do thank you for that. Um, but I think this is good. I think this is a good chance for us to chat mm-hmm. about development and to chat about your experiences and you know basically what you've uh, what you've come to learn thus far um i guess the the best way to start this off would be for you to tell us how you got started with your your journey oh boy um i don't even know where to start but uh i had kind of really dove into spirituality in the past several years. Um, I'd say the last four years really um, studying and just diving into every topic because it's all so fascinating. And, you know, I have had experience with mediums and psychics um, throughout my whole life uh, where somehow I'm just drawn to um learning about it and of course I watched all the shows as a kid like Sylvia Brown and all of that and uh, somehow it just increased and you know a series of things did happen in my life where it was a period where I had experienced a loss of a loved one and a move and two kids having two kids and um you know, I wouldn't say dark night of the soul, but a challenging time did kind of lead into it when I look back. And um, I had had a couple psychic medium parties, you know, you know, obviously, you know, when somebody comes to the house and does readings and it just got me thinking and I popped, you know, how Facebook happens, you popped up and I had met you before, Melissa, in, um, you know, one of the group readings. I know I had told you that. And uh, I, and it was uh, an ad for your, um, your mediumship development class. And you know what? I don't even remember it saying mediumship. Obviously it did, but... I was drawn to learn about psychic and whatnot because I get in this class and I'm thrown into mediumship without kind of even knowing how the heck this happened. Like, honestly, I'm just paying you and, (laughs) you know, and it was just beautiful. But um, I did struggle at first, even considering that I could be a medium. (laughs) Sorry, I was just giving you quite a long answer. (laughs) No, that's all good. And you know, it's funny. I didn't realize, I didn't realize that you didn't, um, that you weren't um, expecting the mediumship because well, it's such that's a long- funny. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was kind of. I don't know if I was just. I really don't know, but I was going in for psychic. Really, it was. It was both. It, the the group was for both, but yeah. It, it but it just progressed one after another. Different groups kind of form right, and it became more and more mediumship, and it was really. It, it has been fascinating. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, it is interesting how I was just saying this to someone else today, earlier today, that 
when the time is right, the right class, the right group, the right um, book, the right podcast, the right information tends to kind of find us. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's, yeah, it's, it's interesting. You're not the first person who has said that to me that I just happened to pop up in someone's conversation that they overheard, or mm-hmm. they just happened to see me on Facebook for whatever reason, and they hadn't noticed before. And then all of a sudden it begins, you know, so I think spirit really does kind of put people together. So that's yeah. really Really? Oh, yeah, most definitely. I mean, I even I've met people in your class whom I'm dear friends with and, you know, can't see out of my life, you know, so it's amazing the connections you make in these types of situations. Totally. And I think because you're working on such a level that's so deep, you know, you're looking at it you're, when you're reading for each other you're really making these bonds and it's such a strong connection. So yeah, it's amazing. Um, what can come from it? You know, what what amazing relationships are born from these types of things? Um, what would you say has been the most challenging part of your development so far? Um, well, it kind of changes, right? Right now, I'm kind of thinking like, well, I've kind of always known it. I'm really being shown it right now in how um, it's all about self-development. You know, um, you can't just work on mediumship. (laughs) You know, sometimes I go so um, narrow focused on, oh, let's really dive into these topics and practice and this and that. And if you don't have a good balance and you're really not experiencing life and trying to grow in other areas as well, you know, your mediumship can kind of plateau or you know you only get so far at least for me where I, I get to a certain level that I'm kind of like wow surprised with like and then you know if I'm if I'm too focused I just don't go anywhere with that I have to live life too so that's what I'm being shown now you know it always changes <laughs> yeah it ebbs and flows you know it'll go through stages mm-hmm. but I think that that's a really really good point and it's something that I think lots of people don't realize or don't get is that it's true. And I I think that we've sort of talked about it before too in class where I want you guys to experience, you know, experience the, the lessons and definitely like learn and grow as much as you can, but that I wanted to also be personal development at the same time. So I've had people in the past who've been um, like, I don't want to say judgmental, but a little bit questioning like um, colleagues and stuff who've been like, oh, you get your students to do that. You get your students to reflect on their personal lives. You guys talk about things like that in class. Like uh, they're almost like, oh God, it's so personal. You know? And mm-hmm. I'm like, but mm-hmm. the reason for that and my belief in it is that you can't really have one without the other. I mean, I guess you technically can, but I think if you're, to me, and I think it's the same for you, we're looking at it as spiritual development. It's not just development of skills, Mm -hmm. but development of ourselves on a soul level. Mm -hmm. So when you work with them hand in hand, I think that your soul is going to benefit, but also then your mediumship will benefit. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Couldn't agree more. Yeah. And I think that the balance thing, I mean, that's really, really the the sort of million dollar question because I don't know many mediums who have it figured out completely. I think it's for, for many of us, it is a lifelong kind of journey to see how do we, how do we live 
a life that is really, it's like walking on a tightrope. You're like partly in the spirit world and partly in the physical world oh, all yeah. the time. Oh, I totally go get what you're saying. Yeah. I have caught myself actually um, where I just suddenly understood that, oh, for the past little while, I've actually been living ungrounded, like, you know, kind of stuck in the clouds a little bit. And um, it's, it's not the best feeling when you realize it, because, you know, it's not healthy to live that way, you really should ground yourself in life and not be kind of spacey, if you know what I mean, kind of. So yeah, I have caught myself they're doing that. I know people who are the opposite and are sometimes not in the, <laughs> in the clouds, so to speak, but not, not typically people who are developing psychic skills, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's right. Well, it is really easy to happen. It's easy to have that happen because it's when you're working with spirit, you're working with energy, you're, it's addictive. It, it feels so good. You get this weird little like rush. It's like a high. Yeah. It's like a spiritual high. Mm-hmm. And then when you go back and return to normal life, it feels kind of boring sometimes. Yeah. So I think that we're <laughs> all kind of like spirit junkies and we're just like looking for the next, like, you know, the next connection. Yeah, um, exactly. And so it's easy. it's easy to have that happen. And you'll notice, you'll notice when you're, when you're, too much in the spirit world and not enough in your physical life when you start being clumsy when you start getting that weird dazed and kind of just like a lethargic kind of feeling um you might start to get irritable um it can happen when you know you forget to do normal things like drink water or like you forget to like you know you gotta you gotta take care of your body and like move your body you know like just <laughs> things like that can start to really um, you start to notice it. And then that's totally when you got to ground yourself. Or um, I find just do something very human, like mm-hmm. clean the bathroom or put away a load of laundry. Just like focus yourself back into the sort of physical world. Yeah, exactly. I do the exact same thing. Go for walks, clean the house, you know. Definitely, and definitely. yeah. Yeah, play with my kids too, right? That's yeah, important. Yeah. Immerse yeah. yourself back into yeah, back into the physical world. Yeah. What do you think has been your your greatest blessing? Like, what's been the most rewarding part of your development? Oh, yeah. Um, That changes, too, of course. But right now, and I've been reflecting on it, is um, when I am in these little periods of surprising myself or getting little things like evidence. Like, I'm not, you know, I am doing practice readings, right? Um, Mm -hmm. About a one a week, sometimes two, you know, sometimes none. It just what I can. Um, and when I get that one little time when I just picked up something that is absolutely impossible. So right now it's the evidence that is just got me blown away. Yeah. Yeah. And would you, would you say that, um, you've been able to gain, through your, you know, through your studying, but also through the practice more and more as you go forward, like you're getting more and more confidence in speaking those things, like speaking up about the things that you're receiving? Mm. Oh, yes. A little, a little, maybe too slowly, like um, uh, believing in myself, like getting out of my own way is part of the biggest struggle too. 
Um, and just, that's just taking time because it's not only, you know, that goes into self-development as well. Like I have to do that in so many areas and it's, you know, it's, it's our childhood programming and all kinds of things that factor into that. But yeah. Um, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's one of those things you're really, does take time, Mm -hmm. but the thing that is that when you're doing, giving yourself the opportunity to practice, you are essentially creating new references for yourself within the spirit world each time. And you are gaining some more confidence under your belt because you do it and then you know that it can be done. You know, it's like each time you're, you're proving it to yourself and gaining that kind of like um, ability to feel like, oh, I can trust myself. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. Like, like before really opening up to your abilities, did, did you find that you did have um, more anxiety than you do now? Um, I was kind of always one of those people that said, I don't have anxiety. (laughs) Everybody has anxiety. You know, it's a human emotion. So, you know, some people do experience more than others. But um, um, for example, I wasn't I, I didn't have anxiousness like people would describe, but I bit my nails chronically. Um, I would have kind of ways of dealing with nervous energy that didn't really seem like anxiety. But looking back now, it definitely was, you know, a form of anxiety. So, um, and I don't bite my nails anymore. <laughs> I kind of feel like what can happen is, you know, mm-hmm. my sense is that you've always been very sensitive. You've always been very psychic and, and mediumistic. And that once you started to recognize it and started to trust yourself, I feel like, oh, this like this anxious energy would have kind of dissipated a bit. Um, and kind of, you know, there's a, a greater sense of self or a greater sense of maybe a different kind of way of looking at your purpose. Oh, 100%. Yeah, you do your your whole energy definitely does change when you do energy work. Like when, you know, you also do um, kind of energy healings yourself. Are you still offering that, Melissa? Oh, I guess not because it's COVID. Oh, my gosh. So, you know, like, and working as a psychic medium, it's all energy work. And yeah, your energy changes. Definitely. I've noticed that 100% since developing, like it's been, you know, about... I think it's been over a year, like 13, 14 months since I first signed up for that class of yours. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's interesting. I find when I see students go through this, you know, process and especially ones like you, because you are dedicated to it. You're definitely someone who like, when you put your mind to something, you, you do it. And I can see this, this amazing kind of shift where, Oh, like once start people, once you start to really trust yourself, something happens. It's almost like, there's a different kind of um, a different kind of glow. There's a different kind of like something that gets sparked within us, and it's really fascinating. It's really awesome to see that. So definitely seen that in you over the past year for sure. Oh, thank you. That's so nice. It's amazing. <laughs> um, what would you say is inspiring to you? Like, how do you receive inspiration for life? Oh, for life. Um... Well, I am a podcast junkie, and so I discover lots of amazing people on podcasts. Like, I listen to a wide array of podcasts, and I really like ones that have different guests. So I find people, and I read their books, and um, 
I'm inspired by people's different philosophies and kind of melding them all together and, and really, um, yeah, I'm inspired by spiritual philosophy in life. It kind of makes my whole life different. And yeah, I first read my spiritual book when I was 21 in the forest on a camping trip with no, just tents, my husband and I for 10 days. And it was the years ago, obviously when I was 21. So like 15, 14 years ago. And that really set off my journey at reading that book in the forest. <laughs> um uh, um, a new earth. I was going to say the different one, but a new earth by Eckhart Tolle. I just kind of started understanding that you are not your thoughts and you know what the ego is and all this stuff. And that kind of did spark off a spiritual awakening a little bit, but I was too young. I wasn't really supported enough in my own self and my life. So I kind of tapered off, but then I picked up again. Look, look at, look at me now. <laughs> Right. Wonderful. And what are some of your favorite um, authors? Like what are some books that you would recommend to other people who are kind of seeking? Oh man, right now I'm reading, kind of rereading because it's kind of really dense. Um, Becoming Supernatural by uh, Dr. Joe, Joe Dispenza. Oh, okay. Wonderful. Yeah. I haven't read that one, but I'm definitely familiar. I've heard about it. Mm-hmm. And how's and how is that as far as like is that something that you would recommend to people as far as inspiration or just lots of information? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's totally inspiring because um, it's about you know heart coherence and um, kind of really meditating deeply to the point of changing your life. Like he goes he goes kind of deep about quantum realm stuff and you know how your body reacts to um, your thoughts. And yeah, it's pretty inspiring. Wonderful. I love it. And what about as far as like human kind of interest? So like things that maybe are not as spirit, like technically or stereotypically considered spiritual, but things that bring you joy, like what brings you joy in your human life? Yeah. Well, that, that to me is so spiritual. If I don't do the things that I don't feel myself. Right. So, um, uh, I've just been painting recently and that's beautiful and fun. And I kind of ebb and flow with painting and I really enjoy camping with my family outside unplugged. So we go for, you know, days at a time and hopefully there's no cell signal <laughs> and yeah. Um, walks outside and just, yeah. Watching movies and reading things other than spiritual, <laughs> spiritual books too. <laughs> I think it's important. It's important to have that balance. And you're right. Like you can't really, the the things that are sort of more considered human activities and stuff, those things do ground us. And those things also are important, you know? So I think sometimes um, students, like, especially when we're just starting out, it's so exciting and everything is so brand new and there's so much to learn. So I find people get almost like obsessed with like, everything has to be spiritual, you know, or I've had students that are surprised that I like watch my reality TV. They're like, Oh my God, really? It's <laughs> yes. I'm like, oh, I'm still and I just, it's one of those things that it's like, it's it's like a, a it's a guilty pleasure, but I actually don't feel that guilty. Um, so you know stuff like that. Um, but yeah. I do think it's important. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. have all of all of that. I um, love reality definitely. TV. You know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, 
Yeah. And I find the people like it, it, it gets you more yeah. an array of personalities to, to look at, right. Yeah. To pick yeah. up maybe in readings even. You add, yeah. I, what I do is like I analyze them and I find it so interesting. So yeah, it's always kind of, yeah, it's always kind of a, a fun thing. Um, what about, you know, surprises for you like is there anything that's surprised you to learn within mediumship or within your spiritual studies like anything that's been kind of like oh you weren't expecting yes definitely um the first time I got a name was with you on like um um practice over Facebook kind of thing with pictures photographs Uh and I got my first name and what surprised me about it was it was so subtle Mm -hmm. I you know it was so subtle that I was like what like I couldn't actually believe that that you know because finally I I uh trusted myself right and I just said it because that's part of that's a big part of the process is learning how to trust yourself and I just said it and it was right and it was just because I got a little tiny 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 flash in my brain of one of my mom's friends who's got the same name so I said okay is it is it this? And it, it, I said my mom's friend's name and sure enough. And it was so subtle. I was like, okay, my whole life I've seen this. Like you said before, it, you know, it, we've experienced it our whole life. I just didn't realize that this is what it is and developing. Of course it does get stronger, but that's what surprised me. <laughs> yeah, and that's such a good point. People would think that it's like this, like something that's earth shattering, you know, or that it's going to be like, like shouted in your ear. And oftentimes it's a subtle, subtle little nudge. And you might even just, you know, dismiss it. But when you do actually pay attention and listen to it, um, it's, it, it can be such a valuable piece of information. And I mean, getting a name is such a, such an amazing piece of evidence. There's no, you know, you give someone the name of their spirit, their person in spirit. Well, I was going to say you can't argue it, but I have had people that, <laughs> uh, that's like it's totally the other topic, but, um, you know, there's some times I've just, uh, there's been times I've said the name and I've been like, it's blah, blah, blah. And they're like, mm, yeah, I don't know if that's really them. It's like, oh my oh, god, no. <laughs> can't please them all. Can't please them all. <laughs> but um, no, when you do get it, that is such a fabulous piece of information. It's a great. Oh piece my of gosh, yeah. Of course, I haven't got that many names, but maybe like four, you know. But um, it's but yeah. exciting. Yeah, it's, it's exciting, and that's the kind of stuff that keeps me going. Right, just being surprised. Well, and you'll notice, too, that it continues to unfold. It continues to develop and change. So you'll go through periods of time where maybe that will be a piece of information that will come or that you'll, you know, you might be focusing on. Um, and then then you might find, oh, you kind of not master, but because I don't know if we ever truly master, but, you know, you get confident, you get kind of proficient with that. And then there'll be some other challenge that comes, you know, and you'll focus more on that. So it's sort of it's sort of a, an interesting thing, but I find with names, if I write down the names that are coming through, like the names that I'm aware of, 
I sometimes will write them down before I speak them mm-hmm. and then I'll carry on with the reading. And then if I'm drawn to look back at my notes and I look at the name and it stands out to me or I hear it again or I get this kind of like nudge towards one of the names that I've written, I'll then sort of offer it if I'm unsure, you know, so that's something you might try to. Yeah, that's a great idea. Experiment with it. One of the things that I like about that is um, sometimes if I, it, it's not so much anymore because now I find that I just say what I, I say the names that I get. But when I used to be a little bit more timid about it, I would um, maybe not say them. And then at the end, I'd be like, do you mind just looking at this list and telling me like, um, if any of these make sense? <laughs> and lots of times they would and they'd be like, oh, yeah, I know that name. Oh, you should. And they'd be like, you should have said it. <laughs> so I think that it's kind of cool to have, you have it proof. It's written down. It's not like you're saying like, oh, yeah, I got that name. You know, sometimes it's like, yeah, right. You know, people are not going to believe you unless you say it. Um, so, yeah, to have it written down sometimes can be helpful. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I think. That's a good a good point that it can be super subtle. Oh yeah. Very what about subtle. advice? Yeah, what ahead. advice would you give to people that are really just starting off and really wanting to learn? Oh, um, if it's something that is important to you, don't give up. Um, because there are periods where you feel like you can't do it and you feel like, you know, it's not just, you're not going to be awesome. (laughs) At least for me, I have. And and I think most people do, Um, but you'll just continue to surprise yourself. And, you know, anybody can develop these, um, I used to call them gifts. Now they're kind of skills, but it's a combination of the two because it is a gift. Um, It's just, uh, a beautiful journey. And if it's important to you, then keep going. Definitely. Yeah, it's perseverance, you know, and I think I often find that find that students think that it's meant to be easy, or that they think that it's sort of like, oh, if you can do it, you can do it. And it's just going to be sort of like a piece of cake. And exactly. Yeah, not, you know, it's, it's actually mediumship, especially, but Uh, intuitive development and all the rest of it healing and in the healing arts it's definitely it's not I wouldn't say easy I I think it's beautiful and it's so rewarding but I think if it was easy everybody would do it you know Mm -hmm. so I kind of liken it to everybody can you know unless barring any kind of like physical um disability or something like that you know most most people can walk but may or run but not everybody's you know sort of destined or meant to do you know olympic you know be an olympic athlete or something Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. but if you want to develop it and if you feel it within yourself then i almost feel like you kind of owe it to yourself to discover you know keep going and i think it's important to find the right environment you know you might find that um, you know, for a certain part, part of your development, you really want to do it on your own and you want to kind of do it like self-discovery. And then there might become a time where you feel like, oh my gosh, I need to be in a group and have this kind of experience, you know, and then it might change. And so it's just honoring like where you are and what, what you need to do for you. But I think if it's important, you'll find a way. Yeah, exactly. That's so true. Definitely. Um, what about, I was noticing, I saw today that you were talking about some um, numerology readings. So tell us a bit about 
how that came about or what, you know, what you're offering with your numerology. Oh my goodness. So actually it does connect to you um, because uh, you had posted a picture of me in um, one of your groups because we had just wrapped up and a friend who um, we weren't even really friends, just Facebook friends more from high school reached out and said, Hey, are you in Melissa's class? And I said, yeah. And she is since joined our class and um, we've become friends. It's beautiful. And uh, I did her numerology chart um, I don't know what it is, chart, report, reading. It's kind of all of those things, right, in one. Um, but I did that for her, and she's like, why aren't you offering this? And, I was, you know, I, I am at a point of developing psychic medium um, readings, and um, I kind of do have a number that I want to reach. And, you know, I still feel um, like I am not there in order to kind of offer that. I, I didn't ever think that I would going into this. Maybe I might end up doing it, but I'm not I'm not there yet. But when she said, why aren't you offering this? I know numerology. I've really been studying it for like years without even kind of realizing that I'm studying it because it's just something that I'm reading about because I love it so much. And I'm just absorbing all this stuff. And I walk around borderline obsessive, like calculating people's life path number. And um, it just makes sense to me, you know people see numbers repeating and stuff like that when they're kind of going through spiritual awakenings or kind of, you know, becoming more spiritual, they see repeating numbers and, or they have personal numbers and, uh, you know, it is kind of a way of communication with the universe, if you ask me. And so why not through your name and uh, your birth date? Why wouldn't that translate into something that's kind of meaningful, somewhat like astrology, right? Yeah, so I'm offering those readings on my Instagram. Um, uh, I do have a Facebook page linked to that. I'm not super Facebooky, uh-huh. but uh, but yeah, mostly Instagram. Cool. So tell them. Okay, so that one is the Spirit Talk 13. Yeah, at Spirit Talk 13. Yeah, that's right. So okay, I definitely want to order one. But can I? No, I didn't even mention this to you before, so it just came to me. So feel free to say no. But can you just look at my life path number if I give you the information? Uh, yeah, of course. Okay, so what do you need? Uh, your birth date. Okay, so 06-06-1980. Oh, okay. Uh, let me open up the calculator just so that I don't have to do fast math on the... Yeah. Okay. 6-6. Six, six. Three. Let me do it again. 6-6-19. Six, six, yeah, Yep, three. Oh, you know it's three, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Okay. Okay, three is just, oh, I love that you're a three. And that goes so beautifully with Gemini. What, you know, no wonder you're so bubbly and sparkly and you just have fun. Like, and it's so apparent. And I just love you, Melissa, and I love your energy. And three is all about, um, uh, being kind of uh, seen and heard and, and funny and kind of the life of the party and you, you make friendships really easily and um, what about three? Kind of dramatic <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, hmm, I'm on the spot here <laughs> yeah no sorry about that no that's okay 
Um, yeah, just some of the key words are, you know, um, self-expression and, um, y- yeah, super charismatic and creative and imaginative and, um, yeah, sometimes and- scattered. If, yeah. if yeah that's one of the pitfalls or, or things that can happen in the number three energy makes sense I get it because one of the most important things to me is to be able to express myself and if I feel like I'm not being understood or I'm not being heard or even if I'm like misunderstood to me that's like that shakes my like core that is something that definitely triggers me oh um, yes yeah and then the scattered thing, yeah. I mean, I think that's partly Gemini energy <laughs> and then also um, partly just that, you know, people that have all those kind of, like, creative ideas, it's almost like losing track of, like, the actual literal, like, grounding force of, like, being here in the now kind mm-hmm. of thing, like, in the moment. Like, kind of dream, kind of, like, dreaming kind of energy. Well, and quite self-expressive, just, you know – you you uh, you aren't quiet about what you're feeling or or experiencing, right? No, not usually. Um, so that yeah, that makes perfect sense. So that's so cool. So you're able to yeah, you able to take the give them the life path, and I'm sure. Oh yeah, seven numbers, at least seven numbers, and there's karmic numbers that can factor in where you can carry on. Um, kind of if you had a lesson set out on previous lives yeah. in kind of your soul contract that weren't fully fulfilled up to your standards, your soul, your soul standards, you'll carry those things on. And you can see that in the numbers as well. Oh, awesome. So what would be sort of like, um, how the cardinal number, like what is an example of like a lesson that somebody might be sort of still, um, doing? Oh, um, let me think of what my, I have so many karmic, number, karmic debt numbers. Um, um, like being critical, being critical of people, being critical of yourself. Um, yeah, having that kind of lens on life. Uh, one of the things that you sometimes need to overcome is that, that you did not overcome in the past life. Um, Things along those lines of where it's, you know, just something that was obviously a main overarching theme lesson that you just didn't get. And um, some some of the things are like having an open heart, um, you know, not letting people in, uh, things like that. It, it can go so deep numerology. It's beautiful. Yeah, I love, I love that it, it is something that's so tangible. And to me, that's so, so cool to have something that you could say like this is it's something that the person can look at and physically see the number and know that there's something that represents it whereas sometimes with the psychic stuff that we do a lot of it is not um it's not necessarily something we can put in front of someone in black and white right so um when it's when we're dealing with emotion or a feeling that comes up or trying to put into words you know to express you know what's coming through very much through symbolism you know that kind of thing yes but with numerology with astrology i find it so amazing because there's actually concrete kind of you can look at an actual chart and it's so it's so cool because i find for me, when I, I've had, um, 
you know, you have different experiences, different readings and stuff. Or when you give when sometimes when I give information to somebody in a psychic reading, and then they go and they they have a numerology or they have an astrology reading or a past life reading or something. And all the dots start to connect, like they're getting the same information, but from different sources and different modalities. And then you're thinking like, oh, like it's all connected. There's just these different ways of receiving this information. <laughs> exactly. 100%. I am over here shaking my head. Exactly. You just see things line up. You get little, yeah. you know, pieces to the puzzle. That is you. Like, and it's just, it's, it's oh, empowering, cool. you know, when you learn about yourself. Well, and I think too, you start to then, you know, certain things that I've seen in, um, even in like my astrology chart things that I felt bad about or things that I was like, why can't I, why is this so difficult for me? And then you look and it's literally written in your chart. Like oh this will goodness. be a challenge. It doesn't mean you can't yes. overcome it. Like of course you can. But like don't beat yourself up that it's hard. It's supposed to be hard for you. you know? Totally. So Yep. If I could be an astrologer, I would too. There's so much to astrology though. I can't go down that rabbit hole yet. I mean, I do for my personal, you know, charts and whatever, but it's a lot, you know, (laughs) the amount of information that you would have to know, you know, to me, it just seems so like it's so much. Um, but I think it's so cool. What is, um, your life path number? Um, my life path number is 11. Ooh, so it's like a master number. It is a master number. It is, um, it's not easy always having a, a master number, life path number, because though there is great potential, there's also, you know, um, kind of a bumpy road to lead to that potential because you really have to experience all the experiences you can and learn from them in order to kind of activate that um, master level. Otherwise you're kind of at the lower vibration number or the, you know, the um, uh, reduced down level number. You would look at a number two. Um, Uh, I I would look at a number two, Um, but I look at number two for myself and 11 because it reduces down anyways. But yeah, 11 is um, in a nutshell, like the, the, the key word for it would be inspirational teacher. Thank you. I, I, I'm trying to activate that that um, in my life as much as I can with my family and you know friends and family and whatever I can do. But it's uh, about self development right now mostly. Yeah. No. Beautiful. I love it. Awesome. Anything? Anything else that I haven't touched on or that you wanted to share? Um. Not that I can think of other than that. I am so appreciative of you and everything that you've taught me. You have been the most incredible teacher and are because I am still with you. I'm still being mentored by you. And um, it's just, you know, it could bring a tear to my eye. It's been so lovely. And you've been so amazing. And I'm just appreciative of of you and um, everything you've done. Oh, well, that means the world to me because I... I so, um, yeah, I so appreciate this ability to connect with you guys and to be able to be a part of like a small part of your like journey, you know, so it's, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. And I know you'll do it for many people as well. So it's just the beginning, but no, I, I love it. And I, I, 
I felt the first time that we met in class, I was like, oh, uh, there's something about you that's just very much meant to be here. You know, you're meant to be doing this work. So, um, yeah, thank you for for showing up and uh, for entrusting me because it's not easy. It's not easy to find the right people. You know, I think sometimes we we have to sort of be able to feel um, that trust in each other. You know, so not just like the the student trusting the teacher, but also teacher being able to trust the student that you know, you're going to be, you know, doing it for the right reasons and dedicated to um, the work and all of those things. And you've been all of that. So I really appreciate you. Thanks, Melissa. Yeah. And thank you for coming on and being a guest. I really appreciate (laughs) it. Um, And definitely you guys will have to check out on December 5th. um, I'm doing Keen's Wish. It's the toy drive that I've done for the last, I don't know, I think five or six years. Um, We're doing it on Zoom this year because of COVID. But Brandy has so graciously agreed to do a few uh, connections, a few links with Spirit um, during that event. So that will be fabulous. And it's going to be by donation um, to uh, the Children's Hospice in memory of Key and Blundell. So you guys will have to um, look for information there. I'll post it on Facebook and we'll put it on Instagram and we'll get that going very shortly. Yes, that's exciting. Awesome. Wonderful. Well, I thank you so much and um, we will talk to you guys later. Thanks, guys. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.